Welcome to the Play Piano by Ear podcast. It is a good day because God is good. And today's podcast is, or podcast episode, is going to be here at the piano. And I'm going to play through a variety of chord progressions. And hopefully this podcast will help you to hear the difference with different kinds of chords. I'm going to be playing different inversions and also just playing through some progressions that I like. And when I was learning to play chords and discovering what chords go well together for the first time, I had a piece of cardboard. It was the back of my staff paper. And I would go to the, the very back piece and just write down all these chord progressions. And I had them listed in different categories. Like, <laughs> they were listed in categories according to how these chords made me feel. So I had, you know, like the sad chord progressions, the happy chord progressions, the dramatic chord progressions, the, um, the moody chord progressions, <laughs> the happy chord progressions. And so I'll play you one. I think this was on the dramatic chord progression. But we have the A flat chord, and then the B flat, and then the C. And isn't that just like a whoa, a big sound? We have A flat, B flat, and then C. And I added a few more notes up there with the right hand, but you can hear how, whoo, that just sounds like, oh, very, very happy, or not happy, um, very, very dramatic. And then other chord progressions, um, here's A minor, E major, um, F, C. So that's, I would call that one triumphant. <laughs> so this, this episode is just going to be whole bunch of chord progressions, ways that we can use chords on the piano to create different sounds. One thing that I want to start with first is that chords are going to sound uh, halfway the same, halfway different, depending how you play them. Well, what does that mean? So I could play three different chords just in root position. So here's my three different chords I'm going to play. I'm going to play the D chord. This is D, F sharp, and A all together, the D chord. Now I'm going to play the G chord in root position. G, B, D. G, B, D all together. Now I'm going to play the A chord. A, C sharp, E. Play that all together. Now I'm going to play this chord one after the other. So we have D, G, A. You can hear it kind of has this certain sound. Bum, bum, bum. Wow. Okay, so. Bum. What you're hearing is the top note of the chord. Those are the top notes of our three chords. And your ear is going to pick up the highest note of your chord. Well, how is that helpful? That's helpful if we want to create a different sound with these same chords. I'm going to play these chords in a totally different way. It's going to create a totally different sound. Woo! Okay, let me compare the two ways. So here's the first way. Here's the second way. 
you could hear how the first way was higher, the second way was lower, but the first way kind of sounded like we were taking a big leap to get to our different chords. Bump, jump, jump, jumping way, um, jumping just far, farther on the piano. The second way sounded like these chords were somehow closer together. And it sounded more melodious and harmonious. <laughs> How did that happen? This is where chord inversions come in wonderfully. If we were to play all our chords in root position all day long, we would have some very choppy sounding music. Whereas if we are to use inversions, it's gonna make this song sound so much better. Now, when I was playing those inversions, the second way I did it, so you know the first way, the D, G, and A in root position, the second way I did it was the D chord, instead of playing D, F sharp, A, I put this A down an octave, so now I have A, D, F sharp, and I play all those together. This is still the D chord because it's using the notes D, F sharp, and A. They're just in a different order now, so A is on the bottom and our ear is gonna pick up that F sharp. For example, if I were to play you the D chord in root position, and I were to say, hum the note you hear, you'd probably hum that note up there. But if I were to play the D chord in second inversion, which is what we have here, A, D, F sharp, and I say hum that note, then the note you would hum would probably be And that's the highest note of that chord. So your ear is going to pick up the highest note of your chord. And you can control the sound you want by determining what your top note is. Now the second chord that I went to was the G chord. And this inversion is first inversion, B, D, G. And then I went to the A chord, A, C sharp, E. So now this is A in root position, but it's just an octave lower um, than up here. And the reason I played it here was because it was much closer to these, uh, these chords down here. As I'm playing these inversions, my hand doesn't really have to move a whole lot. All of the notes in my chords are within less than an octave distance apart. I'm playing everything within one octave. Whereas before, when I jumped from here way up to here, whoo, that reaches beyond an octave to all the places my hand has to move. So that's one way we can use chords is to determine the sound we want with different inversions. Another thing that is really fun to do with chords is to, uh, if you're playing along, you want to make a more full sound, you can add a fourth note to your chord. Let me play that same progression without the fourth note. So this is just three notes per chord now. And I played the D root position, D F sharp A, and then G inversion, D G B A chord, E A C sharp, that's an inversion, and then the D inversion, F sharp A D. But if you want to create a fuller sound, you can just duplicate a note as well. So our D chord, D F sharp A, 
I'm going to duplicate the A down here too. So now I have A, D, F sharp, A. You can duplicate any note really if you want to. Um, what I like to do is just play a chord and duplicate the top note an octave lower, if that makes sense. For example, our G inversion, D, G, B. So B is our top note. So that'd be the easiest one to duplicate down an octave because I can actually reach it. If you were to take this chord D, G, B and duplicate, say, like the G, you have to come way down here, which sounds okay, but uh, I can barely, I mean, I can reach that, but it's a big stretch. That's like a tenth. Huh. And then uh, the next chord, the A chord, E, A, C sharp, that's an inversion. Uh, we can duplicate the C sharp down an octave. Now we have four notes in our chord, and I really wouldn't call it four notes in your chord because you're not really adding another note. You're just duplicating one of the notes you already have. This does not change what kind of chord it is. Whereas if you were to play something like a G7 chord, G, B, D, F, this has four individual unique notes. And adding that seventh note makes it a whole different chord. Whereas if you were to play G, B, D, G, that G is just a duplicate of a note you already have in your chord. So it doesn't actually change what kind of chord you have. It's just <laughs> an enhanced version of your chord. <laughs> uh, let me play through some other chord progressions for you. One that is just really fun is in the key of D minor. This is the chord progression from Mary Did You Know? And I like this chord progression because it just steps down the scale, the D minor scale. You're gonna play your D minor chord, and then the C chord, and then the B flat chord, and then the A major chord. Woo, pretty. The way I did that is I did the root with my right hand, D, F, A, and I did a fifth with my left. So D, A for left hand, D, F, A for right hand. Now this is one, two, three, four, five, five different notes in this, uh, hmm, in this chord. <laughs> Woo, I need to be careful how I say this. It's three notes in the chord because it's three individual notes, D, F, and A, but left hand's just duplicating the D and the A. You can do this all day long. You can take a chord that has three notes in it, and left hand can duplicate any of those notes up there, uh, like D, F, A. I could play D and D, a D octave down here, or I could play F down low, or I could play A. And you'll hear how it creates a different sound depending on what notes you duplicate with your left hand. Hmm, here's another chord progression. I like this one. This is just one of my favorite chords. F sharp minor uh, inversion. So we have C sharp, F sharp, A. But I like to duplicate the A. So we have A, C sharp, F sharp, A. And then left hand plays F sharp, F sharp. So all together, left hand is F sharp, F sharp. And then right hand is A, C sharp, F sharp, A. Then we're going to go to the E chord. E, E, G sharp, B, E, G sharp, and then the D chord, D, D, F sharp, A, D, F sharp, 
and then the A chord, A, A, E, A, C sharp, E. Love that chord progression. That's in the song Come Thou Fount, right at the chorus part. These are a variety of different chord progressions that you can start using when you're playing on the piano. And well, let's just do let's do another one for fun. This one is going to use some minor chords. F minor, D flat major, A flat major, E flat major. Oh, that sounds really familiar. What song is that? Uh, ah, that's a popular song. <laughs> uh, it's going to come back to me at some point. <laughs> uh, but this was F minor in root position and then D flat major inversion so that we get the melody going from this note to this note. If we were to play the root chord, here's how that would sound. Not as cool. And then the A flat chord uses this inversion that has C on the top, A flat in the middle, E flat on the bottom. If we were to play the root chord for the A flat, we'd go from F minor, D flat, with E flat. Here's where, in or where inversions come in so, so useful is where you're trying to produce a certain melody to your song. And when you're producing that certain melody, you want different notes to stand out to the hearer. You want the hearer to hear certain things. <laughs> and the way you can control that is using these inversions. So we have F sharp, or not F sharp, F minor. D flat inversion, A flat inversion, E flat root position, and then F minor at the end. Minor chords are really, really fun to work with. If you're playing your song and you're coming up with these different chord progressions, this is kind of a side note, but it does relate to chord progressions. If you're playing your song and you're thinking, wow, my song sounds so elementary, like it's just really, oh, doesn't have that nice rich, uh, I'll use the word complicated, the rich complicated feel to it. It just sounds like super uber duber simple. If it sounds really simple, it could just be that you're playing major chords and that's it without minor chords. Uh, here's a song with just some major chords. So here's our G chord. C chord, G chord, F chord, C chord, G chord. Oh, I should have used the D chord. Huh. G chord, D chord, C, G. So that's nice. E, E. <laughs> it's nice. But it would sound better with some of these minor chords. G chord, C chord. Minor, D, B minor, E minor, C, 
just gonna do something fun here. E major! That's not in the key, but it's a really fun twist ending to do. And you could hear how the second version of that song sounded so much more sophisticated and, um, and it just sounded more musical. That's with the incorporation of these minor chords. I really recommend incorporating minor chords into your chord progression. And I think that's all that I'll cover today. Lots of different ways that you can make different sounds using different inversions, using different chord progressions. Start to write down your chord progressions. If you come up with a progression and just literally, if you're like, um, hmm, here's a chord and then here's a chord and then here's a chord. Whoa, I like the sound of that. That's literally how I would start writing down my chord progressions. I would just experiment like, ooh, nice chord, okay. Um, what did I do? I forgot. <laughs> I forgot my chord progression I just did. It was like F. No, it wasn't that. <laughs> See, this is why you got to write down your chord progressions. Because <laughs> you might forget them. Oh, yeah. F, D minor, E major. Ooh, a little twist in there. <laughs> F, D minor, E major. And then I would just go from there, start improvising with that chord progression. So that song, I was just doing F, D minor, E major. And the great thing is that once you write down these chord progressions, you can go back to them and pick up right where you left off. If you hear that chord progression, then it'll spark some memory and you'll go, oh yeah, that's the, the type of sound I was creating or that's what I was really going for here in this part of my song. So I would really recommend just start jotting them down find a good piece of cardboard or something, <laughs> good piece of paper and a notebook, something, and just start writing down these chord progressions. The main thing that I would do, here's just a last, one last interesting, interesting uh, tidbit of information. Every time I came up with a chord progression or something that was inspiring to me, something that I was like, whoa, that's like 10 seconds to a song I'm going to write someday, I would record it either on my computer, which I would just use GarageBand, or I'd record it on my phone, which is what I do now. If you scroll through my, my voice memos, it's like piano recordings. Uh, and then I would just write down these chord progressions. And in the back of my mind, I was thinking, I need to save like all these chord progressions because one day these are all gonna turn into a song. And maybe that's true. Maybe I will publish the music and get it out there. But what happened in the process? is a couple things. It actually sparked more creativity to start writing down these chord progressions and to start um, to start remembering what they were and to start making a compilation, is that a word? Compilation of chord progressions and songs, even if it was just a tiny snippet of a song, if it was just 10 seconds, uh, I would literally write down like, whoa, this sounds like wedding music or like, whoa, this sounds like, and I just like the style of wedding music. Uh, whoa, this sounds like a really happy song I want to put with my, you know, happy day album one day <laughs> or whatever. And what happened in the process is my songs started to get longer 
and the the bandwidth of creativity started to expand as well and I thought I was just saving these songs because like whoa I want to actually save this really cool tune this could be a song one day which is true I think it really could a lot of those could be I think they will but just continue to expand where your creativity is right now because if you take what you have right now and start expanding it start working with it it's only going to grow and let it grow don't try to like you don't have to force it to grow but just if you if you have something you're working with you have a chord progression if you have a song you're writing and even if you just write half of it if you just write one verse run with it just just let it be that let it be one verse and you might come back to it later and finish it or what might happen is you just get practice writing music you get practice working with creative creative ideas at the piano and i think that's the the better, more long-term vision here is practice with creativity, improvisation, getting better at exploring different ideas musically on the piano. And whew, it's a fun journey. It's really great. Ah, yeah, so inspiring. Okay, have a super inspiring week. See you later.